hello everybody welcome back so we've been reading the law of attractions the basic of teaching of abraham we read the first chapter so part one so if you haven't heard it then go back to number one and you will hear it then so now we're going to continue on to my fears were resolved by Esther. Now Esther, now Esther's going to be speaking. Okay, it says, I thought it was both very wise, very kind of Jerry not to push the Seth book at me because I really did feel a strong aversion to them. The whole idea of a person being in contact with the non-physical being made me extremely uncomfortable. So since Jerry didn't want to disturb me, he would get up early in the morning and while I was still asleep, he had those books, he read those books to himself. Gradually, when he found himself that it was particularly interesting to him, he would gently slip into the conversation and and in my less resistant state, I could often hear the value of it, of the idea. Bit by bit, Jerry introduced another concept in another, and so I began to feel true interesting in those amazing work. Eventually, it became our morning ritual. We would sit together, and Jerry would read to me from the Seth book. My fears weren't grounded in any negative personal experience. But from hearsay that I picked up, probably from others who had also picked picked it up from hearsay. Looking back, it now seems utterly illogical that I had those fears. In any event, I experienced a real change in attitude once I realized that as fear as my personal experience was concerned, it all felt good. As time passed and as my fear of Jane's process and receiving of the information from Subside, I began to feel immense appreciation for these wonderful books. In fact, we were so happily involved in what we were reading that we thought we would take a trip to New York to meet Jane and her husband, Robert, and even Seth. How far I had come in the in that now I actually wanted to meet this non-physical being but the author's phone number was unpublished so we didn't know exactly what to do next to accomplish these meetings one day we were eating lunch in a little cafe next to the bookstore in Scottsdale Arizona and Jerry was leafy through a new book he just purchased when a stranger who was sitting nearby asked us, have you read any of, of the Seth book? We could hardly believe what we were hearing because we hadn't told a single person that we were reading those books. Then a man asked, did you know that Jane Robert is dead? I remember my eyes filling with tears as the impact of those words washed over me. It was as if I felt someone had told my sister was dead and I haven't known about it. It was shocking. We felt such disappointment as we realized that now there were 
There would, there would be no possible way for us to meet Jane and Rob or Seth. Sheila channels Theo. Within a day or so of our hearing about Jane's death, our friends and business association associates, Nancy and her husband, Wes, met us for dinner. We have tape we want to we want you to hear, Nancy said, pushing a cassette into my hand. Our friend's behave, behavior seemed awkward to me. There was just something odd about it. In fact, I felt the same feeling coming from when I felt when from Jerry upon his discovery of Seth Buck. It was it was as if they had a secret that they wanted to share, but were worried about how we respond once it was shared. What is it? we asked. It's channeled, Nancy whispered. I don't believe that either, Jerry, or I have I had ever heard the word channeled offered in that context. What do you mean, channeled, I asked. As Nancy and Wes offer their belief and somewhat dis disjointed explanation, both Jerry and I realized that they were described the same process by which the Seth books have been written. Her name is Sheila, they continue, and she speaks for an, an entity named Theo. She comes to Phoenix, and you can make an appointment to talk with her if you want to. We decided to make an appointment, and I can still remember how excited we were. We met a beautiful Frank Lloyd, Lloyd Wright designed home in Phoenix. It was broad daylight, and to my relief, nothing even remotely spooky happened. Everything was very comforting and pleasant. As we sat and visited with Theo, well, I should say, as Jerry visited with Theo, I don't think I was, a, I think I said a word during that meeting. I was absolutely amazed. Jerry had a notebook full of questions, one he said he saved up since he was six years old. He was so excited, asking questions after questions, sometimes interpreting in the middle of it and answered so that he could get one more question in before our time was up. The half hour passed so quickly and we felt wonderful. Can we come back tomorrow, I asked, because now I have de developed a list of questions that I wanted to ask Theo. Should I meditate? When we went back the next day, I asked Theo, through Sheila, what what we could do to move faster towards our goal. Theo said, affirmation, and then give me a wonderful one. I, Esther Hicks, see and draw to me through divine love, those being who seeks enlightenment through my process. The sharing will elevate us both now. Jerry and I knew about affirmations. We were already using them. And then I asked, what else? Theo replied, meditate. Well, I didn't personally know anybody who was meditating, but the whole idea... Oh, excuse me. Oh, that's telling me that I need to meditate. There's a message coming to me. I'm releasing. 
I'm sorry about that, you guys. Let's continue on. Jerry, I knew about affirmation, and we already using them. And then I asked, what else? Theo replied, meditate. Well, I didn't personally know anybody who was meditating, but the whole idea of it just felt strange to me. It wasn't something that I could see myself doing. Jerry said he associated with the people seeing how bad their lives could become, how much pain or poverty they could take and still exist. In my mind, meditation belonged in the same weird category as walking on hot coil or lying or laying on a bed of snails or standing in one foot all day, holding your hand out asking for a donation. But when I asked Theo, well, what do you mean by meditate? Theo responded, for 15 minutes each day, sit in a quiet room, wear comfortable clothing and focus on your breathing. And as your mind wanders, and it will, just release the thought and focus back on your breathing. I thought, well, that doesn't sound so weird. I asked if I could bring our 14-year-old daughter, Tracy, to meet Theo. And the response was, if, it's, if, it, if it is her asking, but it is not necessary for you to or our channels i remember how impossibly it seems that something as strange as being a a channel or as significant as being one could have not been known for us before now and then the tape recorder click off indicating that once again our team was up i wouldn't believe how fast the time had passed and so I was looked down at my list of still unanswered questions. Stevie, the friend of Cheryl, who was operating the tape recorder and taking notes during the, our conversation with Theo, perhaps noticed my mind frustration because she asked, do you have one last question? Would you like to know the name of your, spirit, your spiritual guide? That was not a question that that would have occurred to me because I had never heard the term spiritual guide. But I liked the sound of such a thing. So I said, yes, who is my spiritual guide? Theo said, we are told it will be given to you directly. You will have a clear audience experience and you will know. We left the beautiful house that day feeling better than ever remember than we ever remember. Theo had encouraged us to meditate together because you are compatible. It will be more powerful. And so, following Theo's suggestion, we went directly home, put on the bathrobes, our most comfortable clothing, closed the drapes in the living room, and sat with the intention of meditating. Whatever that meant, I remember thinking I was going to meditate every day for 15 minutes and I was going to find out the name of my spiritual guide. It felt odd for Jerry and me to be doing this strange thing together. So we sat in the large wind back chairs with a etheric between us so we couldn't see each other. Something began breathing me. 
The instructions on the process of meditation have been very brief. For 15 minutes each day, sit in a quiet room, wear comfortable clothes, and focus on your breathing. And as your mind wonder, and it will, just release the thought and focus back on your breathing. We will sit we will set a timer for 15 minutes and I settle back into my large comfortable chair and focus on the breathing. I begin counting my breath in and out. Almost immediately I began to feel a sort of numbness come over me. It was extremely pleasant sensation. I liked it. The timer sounded sounded its alarm and, and startled me. As we gained my awareness of Jerry in the room, I exclaimed, let's do it again. We set the timer for another 15 minutes and again I felt that wonderful feeling of detachment or numbness. This time I couldn't feel the chair beneath me. It was like if I was suspended there in the room and nothing else was there. So we set the timer for another 15 minutes and again I settled into this new delicious delicious feeling of detachment and then I felt the incredible sensation of being breathed breath it was as if something powerful and involving was breathing the air into my lungs and then drawing the air back out again I realize now that this was my first powerful contact with Abraham but at that time all I knew was that Something more loving than anything I had ever experienced before was following throughout my entire body. Jerry, Jerry said that as he heard the difference in the sound of my breathing, he had looked around, looked around the interrogate at me, and it appeared to him that I was in a state of ecstasy. When the timer sounded and I began to regain my conscious awareness of my surrounding, there was a feeling of an energy moving through me unlike anything that I ever felt before. It was the most extraordinary experience of my life and my teeth buzzed, not chattered, for several minutes. What an amazing sequence of events that had led to this still rather unbelievable meeting with Abraham. Irrational fears that I had carried with me my entire life, which had no actual basis in my own life experience, had been released and were replaced with the most loving and personal encounter with source energy. I never read anything that had given me any real understanding of what and who God was but I knew what I had experienced must surely be just that my nose spells the alphabet because of the powerful and emotional experience of of our very first attempt we made a decision to set aside 15 or 20 minutes every day to meditate and so, for approximately nine months, Jerry and I sat in our wingback chair, silently breathing and feeling the well-being. And then, right before Thanksgiving of 1985, during a period of meditation, I experienced something new. My head began moving very gently. It was a very pleasant sensation, 
in my state of detachment to feel the sensation of the subtle movement, it was almost a feeling of, a, of flying. I didn't really think anything of it except that I knew I, I wasn't doing it and that it was an extremely pleasant experience. My head moved like for two or three days whenever we were meditating. And on the third day or so, I realized that my name wasn't just meaninglessly moving around. I was actually spelling letters with my nose, as if I were writing on a chalkboard. I exclaimed, I exclaimed in an amazement, Jerry, I'm spelling the alphabet with my nose. With the conscious realization that something remarkable was happening and that someone was offering communication to me, intense wave of the thrill bump began moving all through my body. Never before the moment or since have I experienced the intensity of such wonderful thrilling sensation rippling through my body. And then they spelled, I am Abraham. I am your spiritual guide. I love you. I am here to work with you. Derek got his notebook and began recording everything that I was awkwardly translating with my nose. Letter by letter, Abraham began answering Jerry's question, sometime for an hours, sometime for hours at a time. We were excited to have made contact with Abraham in this way. Abraham began to type the alphabet. It was somewhat slow and awkward means of communication, but Jerry was getting answer to his questions, and the experience was absolutely accelerating for both of us. So that so for about two months, Jerry asked questions. Abraham answered by spelling out words by guiding the movement of my nose, and Jerry wrote everything down. Then one night we were lying in bed, and my hand began softly thumped on Jerry's chest. I surprised him and I explained to him, that's not me, it must be them. And then I felt a strong impulse to type. I went to my typewriter and I, have, I held my hands over the keyboard in the same way that my head has been involuntarily moving to spell out the letters in the air with my nose, my hand began to move across the keyboard of my typewriter. They were moving so rapidly and with such power that it was somewhat alarming to Jerry. He stood by, he stood by ready to grab my hands if necessary because he didn't want my fingers to be hurt. He said they were moving so fast that he could barely see them, but there were nothing to be alarmed about. My fingers touched every key many, many times before they began spelling the letters of the alphabet, and then they proceeded to write near, nearly a page of I-W-A-N-T-O-T-Y-P-E. I W A N T T O T Y P E I W A N T T O T Y P E with no capitalization and no spaces between the words. What they wrote what they wrote was I want I want all type I want to type I want to type 
That's what they were writing. Then my fingers began typing a message slowly and methodically asking that I go to the typewriter every day for 15 minutes. And so that's the way we communicated for the next two months. The typist became, becomes the speaker. One day we were driving on the freeway in our, in our small Cadillac survey and, and on either side of us was a large 18-wheeler truck and trailer. This section of the freeway didn't seem to be banked properly and as all three of us began making this sweeping turn at the same time, both trucks seemed to be crossing over into our lane. It appeared to us that we were about to be crushed by these large vehicles. In the midst of the intensity of the emotion, Abraham began to speak. I felt my jaw tightening, so not so different from the sensation of yawning. And then my mouth began to involuntarily form these words, take the next exit, and we did. We sat by the underpass and Jerry talked to Abraham for many hours that day. It was very exciting. Although I grew more comfortable every day as the process of the, my translation of Abraham evolved, I asked Jerry if we could just let this be our, our secret because I was afraid of how others might respond. If they found out what, we, what was happening to me, in time, however, a handful of close friends began gathering a dialogue with Abraham. It was about a year later that we decided to open these teachings to the public. As we were still continuing to do. The evolution of my experience in translating the vibration of Abraham continue every day. Every seminar, every seminar leaves Jerry and me feeling amazement at their Abraham's clarity, wisdom, and love. One day, I laughed so hard at this realization, I was so afraid of the idea of the Ouija board, and now I am one. The delicious Abraham experience evolves. We're never able to find an adequate words to express what we feel for these work with Abraham. Jerry seems to have always known what he wanted most, and he found ways to achieve much of it before meeting Abraham. But what he has said to that Abraham has brought to his understanding and awareness of our purpose here, and an absolute clarity of how we're getting or not getting and with that the knowledge that we have complete control there are no bad breaks no unlucky days and no need to move with that tides that we've been moved by someone else also we are free we are absolute creator of our experience and we love it abraham abraham has explained that my husband and I were a perfect combination for presenting this teaching because Jerry's powerful desire to find someone to answer his question summoned Abraham to us and I was able to to quiet my mind and release resistance in order to allow the answer to come forth. 
It takes very little time for me to allow Abraham to begin speaking through me. From my point of view, I just set forth the intention. Abraham, I want to clearly speak your words. And then I focus on my breathing. Within a second, I can feel the clarity, love, and the power of Abraham rising within me. And then off we go. So, that was the summary of Esther meeting Abraham. What was the process of her fear and, you know, that she overcame. You know, and she stated here as well that her fear came from from knowledge of what other what she heard you know and from hearing what other people says and other teaching and stuff it's what made her have fear and then like she said that when she was once afraid of the Ouija board and now she is one how amazing is that so right now I'm going to read you her card on uh, one of the um law of attraction reading card and then next week we are going to be um, reading i have confessions with abraham so that was awesome and what does the universe have to say to the speakers what does your spirit guys have to say what does the universe have to say to the speakers, to my beautiful love and spiritual souls that's listening to this? Okay, it says, my life is unlimited in every respect. It says here, I recognize that I am unlimited in all faucets of my life. I see my financial balance as unlimited. So nothing I am choosing is limited by money for I know I am a magnet and I attract whatever level of prosperity, health, and relationship I choose. Look at that. That is beautiful. Those are my message from the universe for my spiritual, for my beautiful, beautiful, beautiful souls that are listening. I just want to say thank you for listening. Please continue to hear me. If you like what you're hearing, press like. I'll see you next week. If you guys have any messages or anything you guys want to let me know, please comment below or let me know. Contact me. I would love, love to continue and see you guys next time. Namaste.